You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Brave AF podcast. And we're going to start out by me telling you a funny Little insider secret, I had to just unbutton the top button of my jeans because it was digging into me. So that's how we're rolling today. (laughs) Christmas and New Year's may have caught up with me. My waistline perhaps, I don't know. Not worrying about that. So today we are not talking about my jeans. We are talking about the value of failing. And before I dive into that episode, I just want to invite you, if you are getting a ton of value from the podcast, to come and hang out on Instagram, xena.jones.coach, or sign up over on xenajones.com to get my emails so that you are kept in the loop. And I encourage that because there's a shitload of exciting and fun things happening this year, and I want to be sharing all of that and bringing you guys along for the ride. So come and hang out. And I've been thinking about this episode because we, and I say we, my partner and I are currently trying to teach his boys how to lose. So they are sore losers and they are also sore winners. I have been thinking a lot about this and it really fascinates me. So for Christmas, their grandparents bought them a foosball table. Hope you all know what I mean when I say that. Like the, it's like soccer players, I think on a table and you've got these spinny things and you kind of kick their legs up to get the ball in the goal. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm sure everyone knows what a foosball table is or else Google, my friends, Google. So they got a foosball table for Christmas from their grandparents and every time they lose they quit and by quit I mean storm off to their room they either go completely silent or they start yelling and get really pissed and they storm off to their room shut the door and then they give up for hours sometimes days at playing that game and then when they win If they win a game, it's the type of winning that is boasting and gloating. It is very unlikable winning. And it's the type that makes sure that their opponent knows that they are better than them. Right? It's not pretty. It's poor sportsmanship. Let's say that. So I've been thinking a lot about how do you teach kids to fail to lose and to get really good at doing that and not quitting and not giving up and build that resilience and of course this translates to us as adults which is what really fascinates me and lights me up (laughs) 
So this has been super fun. (laughs) Now, there are a lot of positive quotes and advice out there that talks about the power of failing. Failing? (laughs) We're on a roll, my friends. But there's also that diagram, and I've no doubt described it to you guys before, where there is a mountain and it talks about success being built on a mountain of failures. So, you know, that everything underneath that mountain that, that builds it to to its highest point is failure. Lots and lots of failure. But what isn't so much talked about is what that looks like and how to do it and how to not quit. So my Commonwealth client, I have a client who I've shared with you all before. She's actually going to come on the podcast, which is going to be super cool. How she competed in the Commonwealth Games recently here in New Zealand and won four gold medals. And she's in powerlifting. And we were talking about how with most of the lifts that you do, the goal is failure. So you increase your weight, you build up over time to increase your weight past something you've lifted before. And you increase your weight and the goal is to fail. It is to not be able to lift it, right? That is the goal, to keep failing, to keep failing, to keep failing, and then you'll lift it. And then you raise the bar again, right? So you add more weight. So I wanted to start out by sharing with you all a couple of the ways that I failed in 2022. So one is I did not achieve my income goal. I set a goal of the amount of income that I wanted to make for the year in my business, and I did not achieve it. I was actually quite a way off achieving it. Another thing I shared with you all at the beginning of last week's episode was I hosted a last minute online training and nobody came. I was also ghosted on many calls. So I had people booked in to join me on a call and they never showed up. I was ghosted. I also got on calls with people, consultation calls, and I got a lot of no's. Lots of them. And I have learned a lot about each of those things that I just shared with you. There are more, right? But I learned so much about each of those. So what I do throughout the year and throughout each of these kind of events is I do an evaluation and I look at what worked, what didn't work, what can I do differently here for next time. So with my income, I was looking at it month to month. And I would, at the end of each month, I would do that evaluation. What worked this month? What didn't work this month? What can I do differently? Then there were a couple of months where I didn't do that. I didn't do my evaluation. I didn't learn from myself. And it negatively impacted the following couple of months. So interesting to see. When I hosted that training and nobody came, I immediately started thinking, while I was sitting there on the Zoom screen waiting for people, I started thinking, hmm, all right, what worked here? What didn't work? And what can I do differently? And under that category of what didn't work, I didn't promote it. I didn't tell 
my podcast listeners, you guys. I didn't tell my email list. I didn't tell Instagram. I didn't tell anyone on Facebook outside of a group of, I think, 20-something people. So that was it. I can see like, oh, had I have done all of those things, I could have created quite a different outcome. It was also very last minute. Had I have given this a couple of weeks to tell people and let them know, right, then I could have had quite a different outcome. Also, the time of day didn't work for a lot of people. It worked for me here in New Zealand, did not work for some of the people who had expressed interest. It was a day in the middle of their work day. Or it was the middle of their night time. They would have been asleep. So I also knew that the time didn't necessarily work. Now, I only learned all of those things because nobody came. And I took that time to learn from my failure. On the calls where I was ghosted, again, I started asking myself, and I didn't start doing this right away. I started, it took a bit of time and I started asking myself, hang on a minute, like, why does this keep happening? What is, what is happening here? What can I learn from this? What's, what's working? Like something is working because there are people are wanting to hang out and book in for calls and, you know, come to consultations or strategy sessions or workshops. Yes, that's working, but what's not working? Right. Why are they not taking the next step? Is it that I need to send a reminder email? Is it that I could be sending a video? Is it that I could sending some information about what to expect? What can I play with here to create more success next time? So to take this out of the business context, let's talk about dating. I have shared my first date experience with you all. <laughs> It's a hilarious story. It ends with a bit of a shit show and I quite literally ran away from him. But had I not have had that experience, I would not have learned that I really want to have a plan for the ending. Like had I not have had that experience, had I not have been rejected prior to that experience, rejected from people who I had connected with, who either ghosted me or, you know, changed their mind and decided they didn't want to meet. Like, I wouldn't have learned quite as much throughout the process to help me keep going. And one of the biggest lessons that I got, especially out of that first shit show of a date, was how to have my own back and how to not beat myself up when shit doesn't go to plan. Right? Like I was gifted that lesson. I was like, oh, right. Okay, some of these dates are going to be interesting. Some of them are going to be super uncomfortable. They're going to be awkward. We might not have a lot to talk about. Right? I might not be myself (laughs) quite so much because I'm talking a million miles an hour and try to push through. And that's okay. Right? What can I learn from that for the next time? You see where I'm going with this? (laughs) I want you to think about the value of not getting the job. If you apply for a job and you don't get it, what is the value in that? What can you learn from that? Why didn't you get the job? Is it because your CV wasn't great? Is it because you didn't interview well? Is it because you fumbled your words? Is it because you didn't have a good example for a question that they asked you? 
What can you learn from that to set yourself up to do better in the next instance, to succeed next time? Think about the value of not winning the race. Right. If you are winning, if you are running a uh, half marathon or a marathon, let's say, and your goal is to come in the first five, let's say, and you come in at 20, like, what do you learn from that? So much. Maybe your hydration was off. Maybe your running shoes weren't great. Maybe you needed to do more training. Maybe you needed to rest more ahead of the, the actual competition day. There is so much that you can learn because what will no doubt happen then is you might go off and look for a coach or a, you know, like a running coach or a health coach or a specific marathon running coach, or you might go and read books about how to better fuel yourself for optimum performance. You will go and seek out strategies and solutions to help you win. But you only do that because you failed. You're with me? Think about the value of not achieving the goal when you don't quit and you don't give up and you choose to learn. What we're talking about here is building your failure muscle. Your ability to fail is just like a bicep. You can build that muscle. You can train it and it can get super strong. Because the more you train yourself to fail and faceplant often, you'll get really good at creating success too. Let me see. I had this thing I actually wanted to share with you all. Where did I put it? Where did I put it, my friends? Here it is. This is from the book... Uh, what's it called? Relentless by Tim Grover from good to great to unstoppable. So he was the mindset coach for Kobe Bryant and also Michael Jordan. Fantastic. Very interesting read. Anyway, in that book, he has a quote that says, bottom line, if you want success of any kind, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I want to read that again. If you want success of any kind, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And the part of being uncomfortable so often looks like failing. So if we take it to the basketball setting, then there is a part in this book where he talks about Michael Jordan practicing getting his shots in the hoop and how he missed more shots in, you know, he missed more shots than he actually got in his career. Okay, so when you, you get the, oh, what's the, what are the words, when you get the ball in the net, <laughs> when you shoot the basketball and it goes in the hoop, you get points, right? But he missed more than he actually got and he was able to learn so much from either losing games or missing shots. That is how he got so good. Was it uncomfortable? Hell yes. Hell yes, of course you want to win. Of course you want to succeed the first time out the gate. Of course you want to get every single shot in the hoop, in the net, whatever. But when you get really comfortable at being uncomfortable, that is when you succeed. And I think part of you already knows this, right? If you think about losing weight, you think about dating, if you think about applying for a new job or launching your own business, 
it all starts out uncomfortable. If you ask me, some of those things really fucking uncomfortable. And the more you do it, the less uncomfortable it becomes. You get good at it. You get better at the discomfort. You start to learn more and apply the lessons and create more success. Okay. Now, where was I up to? We went off on a tangent, my friends. (laughs) So one thing I wanted to say here is when you're so afraid of failing, you spend less time trying and more time worrying about it and not taking action. So if all you're doing is trying to get it right the first time, It's very much a perfectionist mindset, trying to get it right and succeed 100% the first time. Then you're going to spend less time showing up and taking action and learning from what works and what doesn't work. I love to say to my clients, this is one big experiment. Let's have fun. Right. Someone else I know says, fuck around and find out. I love that. Right. Go fuck around and find out. Right. Go fail and fuck up a few times, find out what works and what doesn't work, and then do more of what worked and less of what didn't. Literally. (laughs) So here are some of the ways that I am already planning to fail in 2023. So I have some big ass goals, one of which is I want to get a million podcast downloads this year. Why the fuck not? million podcast downloads in 2023. I'm putting it out there. So one of the the ways that I'm going to do that is I am going to pitch to be a guest on other people's podcasts. And you know what? I plan to fail at that a lot. I plan to get a shitload of rejection. Yeah, that's okay. Now the goal I have this year is I'm going to take up hip hop dancing. Now, my friends, I can't dance for shit. You ever watched like one of my, um, what is it? One of my Instagram like reels or something where I might've danced or I've, I've been on TikTok a little bit. I've done a couple of dancey things on there. I can't dance for shit, but it's fun. I enjoy it. Right? I love moving my body and I would love to be able to hip hop dance. I can watch hip hop dancing videos for hours. So good. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to suck at it. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to fail and I'm going to keep doing it. I'll keep you guys posted on that. <laughs> Another one is around speaking in public. So I have some big goals around speaking this year and speaking in public. One specific goal I have and putting it out there is I am going to do a TED talk this year. And I want to be doing a lot of workshops. I want to be getting into corporate and different workplaces and organizations and running workshops around mindset and mental health and also perhaps around confidence as well. But what I'm expecting to happen in terms of the failure is I am expecting that it won't always be well received. I'm expecting that companies will be no or no, we're not, you know, you don't have enough experience or we're not willing to pay you that or whatever it is. Like I'm expecting to experience rejection there, but also when it comes to delivering the workshops, I'm expecting that there will be people who challenge me on the content I teach and, you know, the tools that I share. There will be people who don't understand. It won't necessarily go the way I want it to go, the way I'm envisioning it will go. There will be failure. And those are the ones that I will learn so much from. 
Those are the ones that I will be able to take those lessons and tweak them and go into the next one and make it even better, even more impactful, even more beneficial to the people who show up. Okay. I'm also going to launch an online course this year. Plan to fail and fuck up at that a bunch of times too. <laughs> I think I'm going to set some goals in there that I'm, I might not reach. That's okay. I'm going to miss the benchmark a bunch of times. I'm still going to keep shooting for it, right? The goal is simply that, a benchmark. It's a benchmark of the woman that I am becoming. The goal isn't to succeed every single time. It is to become the person who doesn't quit, but instead applies the lessons and keeps showing up. So the reason I set huge as fuck goals isn't just to achieve them. Yeah, that, that's cool. But it's to become the person who has achieved them. I am becoming the person who has given a TED Talk. I am becoming the person who has over a million podcast downloads. Right? So the reason to set those huge goals, my friend, is to become the person who has achieved them and to elevate the way you think about yourself. And here's a really radical fun idea. What if you made the goal to fail? What? (laughs) What if you made the goal to fail? Would that eliminate some of the perfectionism, some of the fear and the self-doubt? Make the goal to fail at some portion of it. In the process, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? What are the lessons here for me that I can apply as I pick myself up and I dust myself off and I get back in the ring? All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. I'll see you soon. Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Zena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Zena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.